Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And as they say in a particular popular television series, winter is coming. Yes. Especially <laughs> in modern cinemas with the news that Savoy 1 is to close. Yes, it is absurd, ridiculous and very capitalist of them. Oh god, yeah. It's to do something like this, yeah. <laughs> and I mean it's they're planning on turning it into five screens. Is yeah. what it's like. Well, I mean three, but and then they're saying as well, I don't know if you read this, that they're gonna hold on to screen one as the screen. It's gonna be the same size. So how Yeah. They're still gonna have the biggest screen. But how are they going to I don't know how they're going to work in a, a, a cinema around that. But the whole point of the place is the fact that it's this big, wide open yeah. space with crowds of people. They just need to get people in and exactly, they're obviously not yeah. doing it properly. And it's so great for a surprise film. Surprise film, film festival, all these yeah. things. Well, I mean, it's, 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 but yeah, but the surprise film is the best one in there because no one knows. Yeah. And then it's a surprise with the, the cinema packed with hundreds of people. Yeah, and it's just ah, oh, it's, it's oh. well, <laughs> it's, it's a great what'll thing. happen with a surprise film and all those events. They'll move to Cineworld. It'll be what yeah. it's Cineworld. Well, it is a well big screen. Be the, yeah, but it probably is the IMAX. Yeah, oh well. Yeah. Well, oh. I mean, remember we were there for Anthropoid. Yeah. So it'll be events like that. They'll be there now instead of Savoy One. That's sad. So it's tragic, yeah. and particularly I was struck by the fact that the biggest cinema, the biggest auditorium owned by IMC and they're closing it down just as they've opened probably the smallest one the one you were at yeah I mean this is what they see as the future of cinema 14 how many seats were in that there was about I wouldn't say more than 10 10 seat cinemas like cubicles yeah it was actually a cubicle it was the size I'd say of this room that we're in which is in my house so like mm. a little bedroom um, but with a small screen yeah with an inclination tiny bit of inclination so you have rows and a small screen and that's what they see. Yeah. People are, should be paying 15 euro or whatever it is a time to go in rather than this big amphitheatre that yeah. they have. And it's not even that... I can If they just closed it, not to demolish it, it's they should be preserved in some way. And they've actually posted on their website that um, people are re have reacted very favourably to the changes they made to Savoy 2. I very much doubt that. Yeah. Savoy 2 was like a sort of smaller version of Savoy 1. It was very similar, just smaller. Big auditorium as That's well. That's the one that turned into three, three four, three, five, yeah. six, I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, there's three small little cineplex boxes again. And how could anyone turn and say, oh, this is a vast improvement? Yeah. So I'm not going there again. I'm not going to IMC anymore if it happens. So, which is leads us on nicely to my trip to the Odeon to see The Snowman. Winter right. is coming. <laughs> True. So you have seen it. I have, yeah. I saw it with John and my brother. Mm -hmm. on was it Saturday was it Sunday Sunday night right yeah went Sunday um, afternoon yeah very interesting had we you read went the book uh, no this is it I wanted to okay and then now I thank god I didn't okay waste my time oh right <laughs> and because now I'm reading Handmaid's Tale so you know you're that, reading quality book yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> Um. so we went and it was IMC um, screen five, fairly okay screen. It okay. wasn't big. No, uh, it's just I'd a standard. I'd say for thirty people actually. Okay. S smaller than normal, but still. And I forgot how being with my brother is annoying in the cinema because he won't let you eat the popcorn before the. Oh, you told. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually, you should have seen 
him and John together and him saying to John, even though we paid for it, he was like, stop eating it. The film hasn't started. And John said, I paid for it. I can eat it. when." And I was in the middle. I can eat it whenever <laughs> I want. And the sleeper just grabbed it. No, you can't. Or else you won't have it in the middle of the film. And he said, I don't care. I'm hungry. So this just, this just kept going on and on. And I was just eating it while they were, <laughs> while they were just, you know, arguing about it. And then throughout it, my stomach kept rumbling but really loudly like and i didn't even know you know the way sometimes you feel oh my stomach's gonna rumble no i didn't even feel it and suddenly it was like <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and my brother would get annoyed and look at me and stare at me as if it was my fault and he'd and, then, and every time it did then after that he'd look around and then just looked at me and go shh and then to point at me saying it's her she's oh. the one making the noises <laughs> So yeah, it was a very interesting experience. Definitely not taking my brother again. Okay. <laughs> or maybe just eat something beforehand as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, no, because no, it doesn't matter. If you bring anything into the cinema. Oh, no, no, but I mean, prevent it. the stomach rumbling. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because I, ironically, because well, I, I, I normally don't bring food into cinema myself. But I had, I've, I've, I was eating popcorn and drinking Coke. Okay. I think it was a, just a bad tummy. Okay. Well, That's important. it wasn't aching or anything. It was just, I don't know what it was. Good to know. Anyway. <laughs> Well, I did something similar. Speaking of food at the cinema, I brought in nachos. And I never did. I never bring popcorn or anything like that in. I just watched the film. But this time I decided I, ha- I was actually very hungry. I hadn't had a chance to eat. So I just grabbed some nachos and brought them in. But I had them all up in the trailers. <laughs> like I, just, I don't want to eat during the film. So I, he, he and I should never go to a cinema together. Yeah. <laughs> but moving on to the film, oh. which you obviously didn't like. No. At all. I was just, it's very predictable and oh it God, was yeah. very um, disappointing at the end, how it ended. It's so dull. Yeah, it's just, for a film that is about that kind of thing, like murder, I expect it to be fast, more fast paced than that. Okay. It was very slow. Um, and the whole time John kept saying, it's him, you know, he's the one, he's the one. And I was like, yes, I do know, John. I okay. realized that from the start. Okay, we'll come back to that. Um, and he gets saying, oh, just move on to the end where we get to him and they find out that, this, that it's that guy and all this crap. And the fact that they use, now this is not a spoiler, but the <laughs> fact that they use John Malkovich in the film, not John Malkovich, John J.K. Simmons, who, yeah. by the way, was going to be the name of my dog um, and John just didn't accept it. So, I ch- oh yeah, I changed the name of my dog to Frankie Goes to Hollywood now. So. <laughs> okay. Do you need me here at all? No. Fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I thought the, the J.K. Simmons bit was stupid. Okay. There's no reason for him to be the j- other than a distraction. And it was just, oh, uh, I don't know. It was well, stupid. I'd like to say something now. No, you go on. I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, s- but in terms of distractions, that's the role of these people in films anyway. It's always like a murder mystery. There's always going to be these red herrings and other side yeah, plots and so on. But normally, for example, say Agatha Christie, they're normally part of the story. Of the main plot. Yeah. yeah. So they know everyone that it's, it's, it's a suspect oh yeah. as well. Like, I mean, this is and they have some kind of contact with I'd agree. the person. I, I mean, I would agree that it is an issue with this and it's an issue with a lot of films these days of these trailers is that they go off and there's all sorts of investigations of something that has nothing to do with the main plot. And then suddenly it's back to the main plot again. And it's a real irritant. It feels like it's filling time. Uh, I would say, because I did read the book, 
I wasn't finished it at the time I saw the film. I was actually reading it in the cinema just before the, the lights went out. I was still reading it on my phone. And I'm not a mad uh, Yo Nesbo fan, but I enjoyed this one. Um, but you said you found it very predictable, so you guessed the killer. Yeah. Okay. I guessed the killer in the book almost as soon as they appeared. And in the film, I thought it was a lot better hidden. In the book, it's transparently obvious who it is. It's just so unsubtle. And I was going, what the? And I was watching it, watching the film that when it wasn't so obvious, I said, oh, maybe I've got it wrong. And it's going to, that, that, that's actually a deliberate trick to make me think that's the killer and it's someone else. And then yeah. when it was revealed in the film, I said, oh, boring. Yeah. And it's, it's not even entertaining or there's no real motivation. There's a very slight hint to the motivation at the start, but it's just, it's so plodding yeah um and what struck me about it is the book is actually very good in comparison certainly in comparison to the film it's a good book in itself it's entertaining even though you know who it is it's done well but this just seems to be there's so many opportunities to make a good film in the book and they've just yes. ignored them yeah absolutely this is what pisses me off because it is it has potential but yeah. it's just done but, very badly but and that potential I is in the book it actually is realized in the book and not in the film. Like they've actually, as if they've deliberately avoided good bits. Uh, like the Val Kilmer character. Yes, oh my God, um, he looked so bad. Well, he is sick. Oh, I in himself. know. He yeah, is seriously yeah. ill himself and he's clearly dubbed in the film. So, because there's lots of people, there's very little, he has very little to say in it and then when he does, it's clearly someone else's voice. So I'd say it is, he's seriously ill. It could be just, I mean, he's not in much, so it's probably just a token thing. Keep him going, so wish him well. But his character in the book isn't like a huge amount more appearance in the book. But in the film, he just disappears. In the book, he is killed off. Sorry if this is a spoiler, but it's a small character no, he in was, the film. No, he's killed off in the film as well. well. Okay, I can't, yeah, he but appears and then it's it's because he appears as flashbacks. Yeah, and even his death is a flashback. True, actually, yeah. Now, but it's just it's so minor. Yeah. The way it's done, I, I just sort of remember him leaving. Yes, I do remember that now. But in the book, it's a really dramatic thing. And it's also more revelations when his body is found, more revelations. Because his body is found by Harry years okay, yeah. after he died. So like decades after he died, his body is found. He's assumed to have disappeared in the book. Oh. And this is why they're after him, trying because they think he might be the snowman sort of thing yeah and the way he's found he's found in a freezer and he's found by harry and his partner and that is all so dramatic and it's and again in the book i felt well surely no one why didn't anyone look in the freezer in the meantime but that's beside the point yeah. but it's a really dramatic moment in the book and in the film like i'd even forgotten it happened you just remind me that he does die in the film as well so there's so many things like that are just underdeveloped and they you said it went very slow to me it went very fast in that it just rushed through the elements of the book just i'll quickly get that ticked off but well, it's not yeah. there's no pace to it yeah there, it, it, there it's slow as in they don't get to the point but there's a lot of things they leave unexplained and just some of the yeah, stuff just look throw in just yeah, yeah, they obviously just yeah. probably are explained in the book and they forgot about them in the film yeah i don't i don't know i just thought it wasn't it wasn't great. No, it's very dull. Yeah. And I mean, what struck me about it was the only thing it's got going for it is that it's got big stars. Well, it was produced uh, by Scorsese. Oh, and directed by Thomas Alfredson, who did Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which is yeah. very good, and Let the Right One In, which is superb. 
It's one of my. That's why I went to. I, I would go and see a film the, the It's a but Swedish film and it's really good. And I mean, I would go and see his film purely because of that film. And I was really. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know face. it was him. I didn't know it was him directing it. And when they came up, produced by I think he produced it as well the the director right. and um, Scorsese. Indeed. And I was like, okay, this yeah. should be interesting. Then you know, I hope you thinking it was going to be really good. Yeah. No. No, it's so routine. Yeah. And if there was no stars in it, it would just be a very boring TV movie. Yeah. So suddenly, because it's got Fassbender, it's got Charlotte Gainsbourg, um, and it's got J.K. Simmons and Val Kilmer. So it's and got Rebecca these Ferguson. Yeah. And a number yeah. of these people are well known, so they make it. They make it worth watching, and it, it does look very well. I think it is well directed. It's just very badly scripted. It's so yeah, boring. Yeah. Yeah. Because the visuals are quite good, like the snow and everything like that. Particularly since I had just seen as well the mountain between us. And Idris Elba. I knew you didn't like that either. No, but yeah. it was better than this. <laughs> but that was all snow and mountains as well. Um, but it's just this. So I think it, like a film made in the snow is very good. It looks very visually effective. So great to see it on a big-ish screen. But um, they've missed an opportunity. Like because there is a very good story in there that they just deliberately. It seems as if they deliberately avoid all the good bits. Yeah, and true. just put in, and they changed some serious elements in it, like his partner. What happened to her in the film did not happen to her in the book. Okay. And also, one major change to me: his name is not Harry Hole. It's Harry Hooley. That's how you pronounce it. It's spelled Harry Hole, H-O-L-E. And I was watching, going, that's not how it's pronounced. And I have this on good authority from Ian and Shirley that they, and they have it on good authority from Joe Nos- Nesbo himself. Because they went to see a presentation. And he was asked, how do you pronounce Harry's surname? And he said, Hule. So the whole way. And then they even the, um, the husband. Oh, yes. Your woman's new partner that has replaced Harry, who she keeps calling Matthias. Is that name not Matthias? No, it was Matteo. Right. Well, she seemed to be odd way of pronouncing it. Not the way I would have said. Maybe that was right. But his character was so annoying. Yeah. In that he's so... Humble and he's yeah, goody he's goody. Nice. And oh, let me call Oleg yeah. here to say, you know. He's meant to be this typical yeah. weak second father who's no competition to the rugged charms of Harry. Of Harry, yeah. And he's always wearing a suit and he's always smart. And then at one point when Harry comes around, he's there wearing an apron. I, oh, God, it was so beyond cliche. It was so bad. Yeah. And again, I was just said, what struck me about it, I've seen a lot of these Scandinavian thrillers like Valander, and there's one on at the moment on BBC4 called Beck, which I highly recommend as well. They're really good. and But they're made by the people themselves. Like, um, Beck is made by in Sweden. Yeah. Uh, Valander is made in Sweden. Um, the Killing was made in Denmark. This is Norway. I'm sure Norway must have its own talent for making these films, but not in this. Yeah, no, I didn't like it at all. In no. any way. Like, not even... Well, the acting was good. It was okay. But just some things are just like, I don't know. So loads that were left unexplained. Mm. And it was, uh, I, I had, I wasn't arsed. You know, I was just like, yeah, okay, I'll, j- I'll, I'll finish watching this film. All right. Was it a p- like, was it fairly early on? You gave up on it almost. It was when, um, let me see. It was when they went to visit the doctor. In the film. Okay. And I was like, Jesus film. You know, like, you're <laughs> just like, oh, God. And it was straight after, uh, what's her name? Sylvana Otterson or something. Okay. Was what said was to it? be missing, but wasn't. And then was, and then all that. 
Again, and, and that was Chloe Savigny, who's a fairly significant actress herself. One scene, I think she had in the whole film, and she's in the credits. Yeah, and so. so I was just there. I was like, oh my God, I'm just not arsed. Like, it's not, this isn't going anywhere. I already yeah. know who killed these people. I'm so. surprised that, because as I said, it's very obvious in the book. I think it might be obvious in the film because there aren't many options. Probably, yeah. yeah. And I mean, there are a few more in the book. There's a lot more characters in the book. And it takes a lot longer to get where it's going. But it is, it's just half arsed. Yeah, it just yeah. doesn't feel, it's pointless. It's just an ordinary boring story and even the character of harry himself like i mean this is what the world needs is another film about an alcoholic lonely detective who does it his own way but gets results yeah because there's not nothing in no there really there's a real yeah, shortage right. of that in film and literature now so stupid okay so which leaves me very excited for the agatha christie film which i was yeah, so did you see a trailer for I yes. saw trailers just before, and it looks so good. And I really hope it doesn't disappoint. Well, we know who did it. <laughs> yes. Who <laughs> the book? Um, oh, well, I don't think it will. It yeah. looks amazing. And I can't wait for John to see it, and everyone, like, and uh, my dad to see it, because they like these kind of films. Okay. And Did I John enjoy this? No. Mm. Um, my brother didn't enjoy it either. My brother is a tough, he's, he's a tough critic, my brother is. Yeah, well, he's lovely. And he loved Moonlight. And you wouldn't okay. expect from a teenage boy to love Moonlight. Um, but he did and he hated this he kept saying oh my god I wasted my money <laughs> coming <laughs> here to watch this film because it was it looked nice on the trailer it looked cool yeah and then oh, you, I mean, you I get there and it's just like oh I wanted to see this as soon as I saw the poster because I said oh Michael Fassbender's in it oh it's Joe Nesbo and I mean I've only read one or two of his books I'm not mad about them but they're good and it's I just like Scandinavian thrillers and it's Thomas Alfredson I said oh this has to be good yeah and then I went in and pretty quickly realized this is not going to be great. And then after all, oh, this is actually going to be very bad. And even, like, as you said, the ending was so dull. Oh I yeah, just, the it's way revealed. Uh, no, no, but uh, when he's in that room with the uh, other with people. With the hostages? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, being, no, no, no. When he's in the room at the end, the very last scene with yeah. other policemen and being briefed about other Oh, moments, right, he's sorry. He's like... I'll take that. Case. Oh yeah, well that's meant to be a sort of send off to he's going to carry on being the detective. Yeah, but or it's it's so cliche. Oh yeah. It's so overdone. You're kind of like, really? <laughs> Couldn't you just put him on the park bench again, drinking? That'll be so <laughs> much more interesting, you know? Because then you think, oh, there's more to it. You know, he's actually very he's back damaged. To, he's in the back head. down to being an alcoholic yeah. again. That's the sort of way you want people to end up. Yeah. Uh, okay then yeah anyway that's my thoughts I didn't like it at all to be quite honest so what are you going to give it out of 10 one okay I will give it one and a half stars I'll give it two stars because I did like the actors in it and I did like the scenery but yeah, no but it's no it's still I'm still giving it two two is mediocre two, two, two stars means don't go yeah but it's not absolute pig shit like one something else one is pretend it didn't happen Okay, can I close <laughs> up now, Maureen? <laughs> I'd like the to wind it up now, please. Yes, you're the one that has to wrap it up, not me. Why yeah, I was waiting me? patiently for you to stop checking up yeah, on your on phone. Go on then, go on then. Okay, um, well, thank you for joining us. That's our verdict on The Snowman. And join us next edition of Spoilerama. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Woohoo! <laughs>